You're listening to the Talking Creative Countdown to Christmas. One hot voiceover gift every single day. If you make videos, ads, audiobooks, or anything with a voiceover, then this is the podcast for you. Let's make voiceovers better. Let's start talking creative. Hello and welcome to the Talking Creative Countdown to Christmas. I'm Samantha Boffin, voice actor and director. And today it's December the 9th. So what's behind the festive mic today? Well, today it's Christmas card day. Now this seemed like a really good idea for an episode. I thought I might do something about audio Christmas cards, which are amazingly a real actual thing. You can record your own greeting, or you could book a Santa sound-alike and record a personalised message, which absolutely is a service that my friend Mark Rice offers, and I'll link to it in the show notes. Or you could book a professional voice artist to record any kind of festive message, a poem, or a happy holidays message, a New Year sales message, or even a song, and send it out to all your clients. But I'm not going to do that episode. Maybe I will next year, because actually, the more I think about it, the better it sounds. But then I thought perhaps I could do an episode about writing short, pithy scripts that are bang on for your audience, you know, so a bit like Christmas cards do. And depending on the type of card, you get a certain type of message that's carefully crafted for the recipient. But I'm not going to make that episode either. I'm going to be far less useful for you. Well, in terms of voiceover stuff I am. And I'm going to talk about the history of Christmas cards because in researching this particular day, I fell down a really interesting Christmas card rabbit hole. And I thought, well, if I think this is interesting, maybe you will too. So let's be indulgent. It's Christmas after all. So I give you, my friends, a short history of the Christmas card. <clears throat> the first kind of Christmas card was given to James I of England, who was also James the, I think, sixth or something of Scotland. But uh, it was given to him in 1611 from a German doctor called Michael Mayer. And it was huge. It was nearly a metre across and over half a metre high. And it was folded into panels and it had a picture of a rose at the centre and a Christmas and a New Year message and four poems and a song. So <laughs> it was not a Christmas card, though, as we know it. It was, you know, this huge, enormous thing that presumably had um, panels because it had to be folded up to actually be hoiked around. But the first commercial Christmas card, as we would recognise as a Christmas card, was also started in the UK in 1843, now that's nearly 180 years ago, by Sir Henry Cole. And it was actually a bit of a marketing ploy, because Sir Henry had helped to set up the new public record office, which is now called the Post Office. And he wondered how it could be used more by ordinary people. Now, a few years beforehand, in 1843, he had helped set up the first penny post, which was the first affordable way that ordinary average Joes could send letters. 
So introducing the Christmas card three years later was really, really clever because it capitalised on that idea of it being a cheap, affordable way to get in touch with people. So he had this idea of a Christmas card and he got together with a friend of his, John Horsley, who was an artist, and they designed the first card together. They printed a thousand, sold them for a shilling each, which is actually quite expensive if you actually made it in today's money. So it was very much a sort of middle class, upper middle class thing. And actually it was the Christmas card itself was really quite elaborate, even by today's standards. So again, it had panels, it had three panels. And in the centre panel, there was a picture of a family having a large Christmas dinner, which was quite controversial at the time, because it showed a small child quaffing back some wine. And either side, there were pictures that showed people caring for the poor. So, kind of typical Victorian take on uh, the festive season, kind of pious but edgy at the same time. And the greeting was really simple. It simply said, a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to you. And in fact, the early British cards rarely showed winter or religious themes. They instead preferred to go for flowers or fairies or quite fanciful designs that all reminded people of spring, so the fact that the spring was coming. And they also liked sort of quite funny and sentimental images of children and animals. They were really popular too. Now, along with a whole host of festive traditions, Queen Victoria herself was a big fan of the Christmas card. And as printing methods improved through the Victorian era, the cards became even more popular and began to be produced in really large numbers from about 1860 onwards. And then another clever marketing ploy. In 1870, the cost of sending a postcard and a Christmas card dropped to half a penny, which made it even more affordable for ordinary people to send cards. Now, for all the Brits listening right now, there is an exhibition on at the Victoria and Albert Museum in London that's all about Victorian Christmas traditions. And in a really interesting twist of fate, Sir Henry Cole, the man who invented the Christmas card, was also the first director of the Victoria and Albert Museum, which I thought was amazing. What a guy! So there it is. A brief, very brief, history of the first Christmas card. And it did get me wondering, as the world is changing, will we keep on sending Christmas cards, or will they just be a blip in the history books? Either way, I will put up a link to that very first design in the show notes. So that's it for this episode. Who knows what excitement there'll be behind the festive mic tomorrow. <laughs> so, thank you so much for listening. I'm Samantha Boffin, and you can catch me tomorrow for more treats in the Talking Creative Countdown to Christmas. Bye. Thanks for listening to Talking Creative, the art of voiceover directing. If you enjoyed it, do leave a review on Apple Podcasts or share the episode on social media so other people like you can get the best out of their voice actors. And don't forget, you can head over to talkingcreative.co.uk for the whole series.